You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. everyone and welcome to episode three of the wicked k's podcast with me the rev kevin as always my co-host cool kyle kyle how are you going today doing pretty good how you doing brother it's great it's a beautiful day outside today in the 80s here in new england it's about that time of the year where the wicked flowers show up Mm, yes the The wicked wicked sunflowers i talked to you about going to uh buttonwoods ice cream place later it's a local place here in connecticut it's fantastic by the way yes i've been never i uh well all right so I have been told that I have been. I do not remember this. Allegedly, Allegedly. I have been. My brain is like a goldfish. I'll let you know right now. I don't remember half the things I've done in my life. So if you ask me, I could have. Shout out to that uh, that certain question that was asked of you last week. Yes. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of last week, I heard through the grapevine that you've told me we have viewers, or not viewers, sorry, listeners, Across the pond in the UK. Yes. Shout out to you, old chaps. Pip, pip. Yeah. By the way, I have been to England before. I've been to Scotland before. Both equally beautiful and equally charming and fantastic in their own right. I have never been overseas. It's It was a blast. I had a blast. I got to go to uh, the Harry Potter castle. from They filmed a couple scenes from the first movie. I believe it's called the Castle Alnick. And if I pronounce that wrong, I sincerely apologize. Uh, had a good time there. That's actually where I proposed to my wife. Well, now ex-wife, but at the time, my wife. Oh, okay. So that was pretty cool. Um, got to go to Madame Tussauds, the wax museum in England. That was fun. London's very crazy. Got to take the the tube, as they call it, the underground uh, subway thing they have. Uh, oh. Got to go on um, the London Eye, which was fantastic. That was a that was a good. I think it was like a half hour, forty five minute experience. That was fun because it doesn't go that fast. Like it's it's always in motion, so it never stops. So as you're like, unless it like you legitimately have to stop it to get somebody off who's maybe on a wheelchair or something, you kind of just like step off the platform and it's just continuously still going. Oh, but that's, that's it, it goes at like less than like a mile per hour. It doesn't go that fast at all because obviously you have to have time for people to get off and you get on. Yeah, yeah. And then you're basically trapped in a bubble. For, and I guess if you spend the extra money, you can get like wine and cheese and stuff. Ooh, wine which and be cheese. Very romantic. So, <laughs> and speaking about things that are not necessarily romantic, but so I have some questions here for you today. So, last week we kind of just went back and forth with just asking general questions. These are some of people's favorites, which are the would you rather questions. Mm. So, I'll figure I'll ask each one of these to you. You can give your answer, then I'll give my answer, and then we'll go take from it from there. there. All right, let's yeah. do it. So, first question. Would you rather listen to one song for the rest of your life or never be allowed to listen to the same song twice? Ooh, okay. So, you have to listen to one song the rest of your life. So, let's use an example, right? Let's say the one song you listen to for the rest of your life, because I know you're a big Billy Joel fan. 
Let's say Piano Man. That's the only song you can hear for the rest of your life. You can never hear any other music, just Piano Man. Mm -hmm. Or if you listen to all the songs, you're never allowed to hear Piano Man twice. So once Piano Man plays, you'll never hear it again. Uh, I I don't know. I think I think I would have to have the change up. I don't think that I could just listen to one song my entire life. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Piano Man. I think Piano Man is an amazing song. I couldn't. I couldn't. There, there are certain. I, I agree with you on this question. I, there are certain aspects of like your daily life where you're know, like, you know, like maybe you're like in a really bad mood, and I mean, Piano Man might be okay. There, there are certain scenes and settings where I just don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a really good song, so it kind of fits with all, all, all moods, birthdays or funerals or weddings or whatever. <laughs> it yeah. is one of those songs. I mean, there are other songs that maybe wouldn't be, you know. You know, like if uh, let's uh, let's say like a Slipknot song or like a Metallica song. Yeah. I don't really know if Ride the Lightnings are like really that great for like a funeral or a wedding or something. <laughs> Maybe for a wedding, but not necessarily for a funeral. <laughs> I could just see that. Plus, you know, I mean, obviously, as sports fans, you like to hear songs that pump you up for sports or whatever. Or if you're in a bad mood, and you want to listen to certain, you know, like your Lincoln Parks or your, you know, yeah. Like I that. mean, yeah, it would suck to never be able to hear that song again, but. <laughs> I I will say right now, so obviously you and I play a lot of Shell or NHL 22. They, the kids call it Shell. I'm trying to be cool for a little bit here. I didn't even know it was called Shell. Um, one of the songs on there is by a band called The Vaccines, and the song is called Wanderlust. I know we played the game last night, and I was singing the song. Oh, yeah. I know it lyric for lyric, word for word, whatever you want to do. I've heard it nonstop. I listen to it all the time. Would I be able to only listen to that song forever? No. No. Because there are other songs that I I like. I'd have to listen. I'd have to be able to listen to Pink Floyd or my '90s grunge, my Pearl Jam and my Nirvana and stuff. Yeah, it would, it, like you said, it would totally suck that I never got to hear the song again. But in that two and a half, three, four minute span, I would enjoy that song to its maximum potential. Yeah, I mean, I will say on the the vice the the other side of that. You look at it, and it's like sometimes it takes you a long time to warm up to a song. Yeah, you know, especially new songs. So if you hear new songs, sometimes you're like, I don't know about that. And then you see it in like TikToks, and you see it in all these other things. Could you like, could you technically provide a loophole though? Because it says you would never be able to listen to the same song twice. So is there a case where maybe like the song's about to end, and then you stop it just before it ends, and you run it back? Or is it just like you can't do anything about it? You must you must not be able to do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, if it's a whole like loophole scenario and you try to do it that way, you know, I mean, that's not the point of would you rather? Yeah, loophole. It's, it's like you, you play that either game or. All day. Yeah, black so, and white. There okay, you go. So, <laughs> pardon me. So okay, so we're going with um, never be allowed to listen to the same song twice. Yeah. Okay. Here's a, this one's kind of deep. Okay. Um, and it actually kind of fits in with the last question. Would you rather have no one come to your wedding? Or no one come to your funeral? Well, I will say that I think I would go with the funeral option because at that point, you you really don't know if they're attending your funeral. So if nobody shows up to my funeral, I'm okay with that. I suppose so. But if you're into the whole... the we- all right, if, so, you're, if you're into the... Go ahead. I was going to say, if you think about a wedding versus a funeral, a wedding is supposed to be the most magical day of your life. It's supposed to be the time where... You share with your family, you share with your friends, you party, you do it up. I mean, because this is a time of celebration. Whereas the funeral is like, you're dead, that's it, it's done, it's supposed to be sad. But a lot of people would tell you that that's also a celebration of your life. True, true. And I I don't know if this is the, the right thing to say, but I feel like in some cases with a funeral, it's almost a bit of like... 
it's almost like a bit of like an ego thing, just a little bit, not anything crazy, but like, you know, everyone, there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to go to your funeral and be like, well, this guy was a shit. He was an awful person and nobody liked him. A lot Mm -hmm. of people, Kyle was this great person. Kevin was this great person, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So uh, I would say for this, if no one showed up to your wedding, you'd save a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. You'd save an awful lot of money. I think I do have to agree with you though. Like, I guess like I was going to say before, if you were into the whole, if you're into the whole afterlife thing and maybe you're like up in heaven, your body's in heaven, you look down and you see that no one came to your funeral. You're just like, really? Like, I'm not even, I thought, you know, these same people that allegedly were at your wedding don't want anything to do with you now because now they're. Yeah. I mean, yet again, like I, I do believe in heaven. I do believe that there is an afterlife. So, I mean, in theory, you could probably see what's going on. But in the same sense, like yet again, no, I, I, I don't think... want people to mourn over me. Like once no. once I'm gone, that's it. Like you celebrate my life, go and do your thing. That's like it's like Doctor Evil. I'd have a ten minute period where I would just be inconsolable, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd move on. <laughs> Bringing up some Doctor Evil shit. Love oh, that. I love it. <laughs> well, for the, for those people who don't know, and obviously most people probably won't that listen to this podcast. Kyle at one time decided he wanted to try an experiment out, which was shaving his head bald, which completely surprised his best friend for a long, long time and decided he was going to be Dr. Evil one year. And maybe one day if we get a big enough fan base, he'll we'll maybe make like a goal for how many people we get. And then Kyle can post the, the picture of him. Yeah. As yeah. Dr. Evil. At some point, I'll show you guys. It's, you know, I, I will say as much as people make fun of it. It w- I've heard people say that it's probably one of my better costumes because it was authentic. I didn't honestly make fun of it. I was just like, I remember when I saw you because I was so used to seeing you with like spiky, you know, punk rock kind of hair. Not not necessarily punk rock, more like I don't know what would you what would you call it? Preppy hair, wavy hair, wavy hair. I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah if you want to go with that, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I see you, and I'm like, uh, what happened to your hair? You're like, <laughs> yeah, I decided to try something new. I'm like. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next, would you rather? Would you rather have no internet or no cell phone? No internet or no cell phone. I'll answer first if you want. Yeah, I'd rather have no cell phone because, again, we're a little bit older. When we were growing up, we didn't have cell phones. If you had a cell phone, it was in your car. It was a car phone, and you were super fancy because you had one. Yeah. Or you got one of those giant bricks for phones. Nowadays, obviously, there's all kinds of information on here. If you don't have any internet, I can't look anything up. The internet is basically the world now. That is true. I can live without a cell phone. Yeah, and you know what? Nowadays, uh, all the devices that we have have microphones and stuff in it, and they have calling applications. Like my Mac right now, I could go on to FaceTime and call somebody. You know, like It doesn't have to be a cell phone. And I will say, I feel like that's a little bit of an advantage that like maybe our generation, which obviously we're both considered millennials because of the timeline – but I would say we're like, because obviously we're late 80s or whatever. So when you had to call a friend, you had to legitimately know their number. If you went into your cell phone, I guarantee you probably wouldn't recognize half the numbers because all it just says is a person's name. You don't have, it doesn't have the number. I mean, the number usually maybe comes up under the bottom of it. And if you call that same person over and over again, it's one thing. Like I have yeah. a handful of numbers that I'll know for heart, from heart, but there will probably be a lot of people that are in my cell phone that I literally just find their name and I hit the button. If I lost that that contact, wouldn't know what the number was. <laughs> yeah, pretty wouldn't much know, same here. Wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, I, I would have no idea. I'd let, me, be lost. let me outdate myself. A phone book. Ooh. 
<laughs> oh God, I remember. And you had those to look days. through the yellow pages or the white pages to call something, and you had to make sure that you know you look for the last name, and there's like 13, and you're like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> Just Is go down the list. So there? Is so and so there? Until you got it right. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss those days at all. I no, mean, that, I, that was that was a downside. Yeah, the Plus, one. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, the one good thing about technology these days, though, is a lot of your contacts get backed up to a cloud. That's true. So, like, now, if my phone, something happened to my phone, when I buy a new iPhone, it would just re-download all the contacts. But isn't the cloud a part of the internet? So then that wouldn't exist. That is true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, you know, I mean, you could go... And I feel like a lot of people with cell phones text nowadays. I could send a carrier pigeon. It's fine. It'll yeah. take a while. It'll be all right. Yeah. Well, and yet again, there's messen- and on the internet, there's so many different messenger apps now. You don't necessarily have to have, have a phone for that. So That, that is true. That's yeah. true. Um, would you rather... This is a good one. This is. I think this one might be... I'm trying to look at the rest of these quickly here. Hold on. Yeah, I think this is my most favorite one. Okay. Would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or go into the future to meet your great-grandchildren? Hmm. I think that I would rather meet my ancestors because there's a lot of things that lead up to you learning to who you are. And I think that if you know what your ancestors knew, it would probably help propel you into the future. No, like, because I think that if you met your future great grandchildren or whatever, it's not really doing much. It may, you may see how they turned out, maybe because of the choices that you made, but I don't give a shit about that. I care about what happened in the past. I'm not sure which which way I want to go on this one, because I mean, with the whole meeting meeting your great grandchildren thing, it's not just meeting that it meeting them. It's also seeing like once you're gone, like it depends, I guess, how far in the future you're going, how society is. Like, are mm-hmm. we like in the this dystopian road warrior Mad Max kind of deal, or is it like the Jetsons where everything is like you know bright and clean and futuristic and there's flying cars? Yeah, but I think that would make me sad, though. I think that, like, especially if it was that level, like, yes, it would be cool to see, like, if things had turned around and, like, the world was this amazing utopia, like like you said, I you see, know? Well, and the other thing, too, would be is that there might be some people that would say, I know of my past history with my ancestors and maybe I'm not proud of it, so I, they might go. I I honestly am not sure on this one. I yeah. I would, I, let's see, and that's the thing. I would want to know what they knew. Because, you know, at some point they had to learn something to get us to the point that we are now. So well, I, I guess the one good thing, though, about about ancestors, and this will be a callback to a Patton Oswalt joke. Oh, boy. You go, well, no, you go back in time and you show them, hey, I've got a phone in my pocket. This thing literally does everything. <laughs> you have a little thing of fire. I've got a flamethrower. Like, like, <laughs> they would be, you know, astonished and. I you know, and I guess it depends on what time frame you go back to see your ancestors. I mean, are we talking like like eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds? Because I mean, I will say there are. That's going to be a bonus question. I'm going to actually throw in right now. If you could time travel to any point in history, like any decade, what? Where would you time travel? Because mm. I know my answer. All right, so here's my thing: is that I don't want to go too far back. Like, cause it depends. Like and that's like where you, like you stack this whole thing up. It's a it's a pretty stacked question. Yeah. Once you travel, do you stay there or can you come back? No, you can come back. All right, so it's just like whimsy. It's it's, it's a DeLorean Back to the Future kind of deal where you okay. can go back and then you can go back and forth. I think I would probably want to go back maybe a hundred years to like 
the early 1900s kind of see the like the revolution of how everything came to be and how America started like switching and you know so you're talking about like around the time of the great depression and the big boom that they had and yeah okay. like yeah finishing up with that and then going into yeah i think i would i would like to see that okay um i don't i wouldn't want to go any back further than that i just feel like there was too much shit going on i uh, no i wouldn't go back that far either i'm going to see what do you what do you think i will say i think you're going to say that you would want to go back to like like 1980 1990 no, I wouldn't want to go back to my childhood. Oh, okay. Good. 1950s, baby. Oh, yeah. The 1950s. I wouldn't mind do- going to the put, 50s and 60s. Put me in the Grease movie, and I am happy. <laughs> Poodle skirts, leather jackets, T-Birds. Oh, yeah, I can, I can um, respect that. You know, the Johnny Rocket-esque, you know, shops and stuff, the malt shops and everything. And, you know, I understand there was obviously conflict in the 50s and stuff and whatever, and obviously... Um, society wasn't as it is today as far as, you know, I mean, society today is kind of crazy, but yeah, I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound ridiculous when I say this, but I feel like it was a simpler time. Cause again, there was no internet, there was no cell phones. It was just, you know, people hanging out with people. I didn't, you know, in the 1950s, if I came to your house first and also the cars, Mm, all oh, of yeah. the awesome 1950s cars that they would have yeah that are worth like millions of dollars nowadays oh yeah it's 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 a place that both my ex-wife and i had decided that you know if we could ever go back to an area era her and i would both go back to the 50s i mean i, I could respect that that is you know? one thing i was disappointed about when johnny rockets rebranded themselves and they went to like music from different like time frames like 60s 70s and 80s i'm like the 50s is what kept you nostalgic that was your thing you went to Johnny Rockets for a 1950s nostalgia experience with, you know, the, you know, like I said, the poodle skirts and Elvis and the Big Bopper and Buddy Holly and all these old timey doo wop songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was a fun era, you know. I mean, I, I I get it. I think that I think it was a simpler time, and I think that's why people love it so much. You know, that's like, what I'm saying. And I mean, like I said, it's not it's not a difficult thing. As far like I mean, obviously there were problems. There was issues yeah but like i said there wasn't cell phones it was kind of you know well yeah i mean if you look at history i mean you got to look at from early early days all the way up until now the problems that they had back then were a lot different than what we have now everything now is very one-sided it's either black or white you know it's like everyone's getting canceled yeah everyone's getting canceled it's you know, it's just a weird time and people fight over small things. Whereas if you were fighting back in like the 60s or 50s or 60s, you were fighting for a legit reason, like for freedoms. <laughs> it's it's the Jets and the Sharks. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm going to bring the mood down a bit. OK. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause? Oh, because I think I'd rather know. I don't know. I think I, I would rather know the cause. I I think the date would get me mentally going. Oh, okay, I only have this much time. Oh no, okay, no. But at least you know, because like let's say like you know the cause, but it's something that always like you do every day. You'll never know when it's gonna come though. Yeah. So like if like let's say the cause of your death is uh let's just say a car accident or something, you drive in a car every day. You don't know when it's going to, if it was something random, like, oh, you're going to die when you like paraglide and then eventually you make plans and you go, well, I'm going paragliding. So this must be when I'm dying. 
Yeah. Well, see, and on the opposite side of that, if you know what the cause is, you could probably avoid it for a long time. So, like, say it is a car accident. You could be like, okay, I'm not getting in a fucking car now. I, the, and the way the car accident would happen would be like, I would have to get into an ambulance. Did you just use one of your sentence enhancers? The sentence enhancers? You used the F word. I, I don't even remember what word I used. <laughs> you used the F word. That came out of nowhere. Uh, uh, what? No, it's fine. I have no problem with it. I'm just... This this will be in a explicit conversation. Uh, yeah, well... You might have just done it out of just because you're talking to me. So I was just like, whoa, hello. <laughs> hey, we've said like shit twice now, so... Yeah, but South Park got away with using shit on TV. True. They did it like they, 150 they did it, times. Um, they did it multiple times, uh, but it had to be after 11 o'clock. They used the F word. They used it... Oh, maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> During, when, if you watch South Park after 11 o'clock on Comedy Central, they would use the F word. The more you know. <laughs> Knowledge is power. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, if you knew what it, what it was that was going to kill you, you could, like, potentially avoid it. So unless it's, like, a health issue, unless it was, like, a heart attack or cancer or something like that, you know, if it was, like, oh, you know you're going to die from getting hit by a bus. Well, now I'm staying inside. I ain't going to get hit by a bus. So you could kind of avoid it. If you know your date, but you don't know what's going to happen to you, you're going to start focusing more on that date and like until the point where you're like, yeah, but if that date comes, you just never leave your house and then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Or you make sure that you're in an area where like maybe you can be, you know, oh, I'm going to die today. Well, let's go to the hospital. So that way, if I do die, they can bring me back to life. Uh, Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess, again, it's the same thing with the, um, the back and forth that we had before with other questions um, with like your wedding or your funeral where if you, you don't really have a choice, like you kind of have to pick yeah, one of the If you had either or, I mean, like I said, either or, it's just one of those things. I don't want to know the date. I yeah. honestly don't. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I think, yeah, you make a pretty compelling argument. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. I um, mean, it, so it's, let's, let's, let's switch gears for a minute here. Okay. Would you rather live in a new country every month or never go on vacation again? Hmm. That's a tough question. I um I mean I do like vacations. No, I think I'd rather go ahead. You want to answer first? You want me to answer? No, first? go ahead. You answer first and then I'll give me time to think about it. Alrighty. I think I'd rather live in a new country every month only because you'll get to experience the entire world. And it doesn't say that you can't be with a significant other. So you could have a significant other, the two of you could just move every month. You already know that you're moving every month, so you go to each place, you pre you can only take so many things, obviously, with you because you're going to have to keep moving over and over again. So you bring the sentimental things that mean the most to you or whatever because obviously you can't be a hoarder about it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, think about it. You could live, you can live in, the, obviously, the United States for a month. Then you can go to Canada for a month. Now you're living in England for a month. Now you're living in Ireland and then Scotland. And then you go down to Australia. Then you can go to Russia. You can go all over the country. You can go all over the globe and you can have, you'll have like four or five passports that are full because you're moving every... I mean, to not be able to ever... I mean, I'll obvi- obviously, I will say staycations are nice. Yeah, and that's actually something, like, as you were talking about it, that brought to my mind is, like, I-, I am perfectly comfortable with going on trips and going on vacations, but I'm actually very comfortable where I am. Like, I really just... I'm in a that, comfortable position in my life right now. That's that's another factor. If you live, you know, somewhere where it's unbearably hot and you don't like the heat, you probably want to go on vacation. If you live somewhere where it's unbearably cold, same thing. If you live somewhere like... Let's say, I don't know, San Diego, where the average temperature is usually like in the, you know, what, the 70s and it doesn't get any colder than like 40, 50 degrees. That's, that's pretty nice. 
Yeah. I don't have to leave, especially if you live somewhere where there's a lot of stuff to do. Where we live, in the area where we live, there's really not a lot to do. Like, there is, but you have to travel a couple hours to get there. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it, and I will say, if I was the type of person, like, I used to be a traveling photographer, and I used to love traveling and going to different places around New England and all that stuff. It was a good time. But after a while, you kind of you kind of feel don't feel like you have a place you know you always feel like you're on the go you always feel like you're always having to do something move somewhere you know you're carrying all your stuff with you it's it's not a fun experience after a while like some people that's that's all they can do like they they move and they do that thing me i'm more of the person like i like to settle like i don't like to go crazy you know so i i mean but in the same sense i also wouldn't want to not visit anywhere ever either so hey if people wanted to stay where they were, the Oregon Trail wouldn't have been a thing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I I think for the experience, I think I'd rather go from country to country and just be, yeah. and just go around. Because like you said, there's, there's, I've been obviously overseas. You've never been overseas. There was so much more that I would have liked to see. You know, I, like I said, I got to see England, London, England. I got to see Scotland and stuff but there was there's so much more over there i can you know i can respect that mentality because i wouldn't mind seeing the world and like you know seeing what's out there technically if you you know you and i could go on this like crazy vacation or crazy adventure two wild and crazy guys hey (laughs) just going from from uh country to country just you know seeing everything yeah i mean i can respect it so i mean if i had to choose I would probably do the moving the month to month in different countries, but in the same sense, I, I would kind of miss just being at home for a long period of time. Yeah, I would. I, I yeah, I would. I would. I was. I would obviously miss my kids. Yeah, but I guess if they're coming and on top if, of that, but you, if they're coming with me, yeah, it doesn't really matter. And on top of that, it's difficult to bring animals while you're traveling too. Like, so if you have pets, oh, like, yeah, that's I true. couldn't bring Katniss. It was hard enough to get her. No, I think trying to remember what because I. Asked my ex-wife about how long it would take. I have forgot how much how long it said, she said it would take for the dog to go through like customs. I think he's got to be in quarantine for like two weeks before he can come into the UK. Yeah, which would kind of suck. Yeah. So unless you're traveling by like RV or like some sort of like something you well, control. Well, what you're gonna get like how are you gonna get across? You're gonna get like on a on a ferry on a ferry. That's gonna take you forever. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. That'll yeah. Take forever. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Let's move on. All right. Uh, this Oh, this actually goes in tune with the last question, sort of. Uh, would you rather live somewhere where it rains most days or somewhere where it never rains? Like the song, mm. It Never Rains in Southern California. Yeah. Which obviously, is, <laughs> that's a call back to the first episode with the climate change. It's not good. It doesn't rain as much as it used to. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. Like, I, see, I'm the type of person, I'm okay with it not raining. But in the same sense, you need rain in order to grow crops. And I love rain. I've told people before that if I could move, if I had the money to move to Seattle, Washington, I would. I like really? Seattle. I like the rain. I love the rain. I mean, I here's the thing. I respect rain. And I don't mind a thunderstorm here or there, but if it were to rain every, like most days, every day, it's just cloudy, rainy. England, it does the same thing in England too. Yeah. I mean, and I know Florida is like that too. It's like you're there and it's like raining most of the time and then. Yeah. But with Florida though, you can, um, 
it could be raining in the front yard and the backyard sunny, or it rains for like five minutes. And I mean, it'll pour. It'll pour for five minutes, and then it'll be bright and sunny like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Like, you know, someone up there threw a temper tantrum, like, oh, I'm so angry. And they were like, chill out. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I, I, me personally, I just. Hey, you never have to shovel the rain. That is true. But I will say that for me, I love fishing and being outdoors. And it's tough, difficult to fish when it's like downpouring rain. Hey, if it's downpouring rain, there's going to be plenty of fishing spots all over the place. Potholes will be filled, everything. I mean, I guess in theory, I could like make a little tent around my kayak or something and like. Just buy a big enough boat. Yeah. Yeah. Buy a little mini boat or something like that. And yeah, I mean. A little pontoon boat. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just get, get it reinforced, whatever. Get some flex seal. You'll be fine. Yeah. The only issue I have, really issue, big issue that I have with rain, is my fibromyalgia. Oh yes, because when the when the it starts raining, the the I don't know if it, they call it bariatric, not bariatric, barometric. Sorry, barometric. yeah, <laughs> barometric pressure changes, and it messes up my joints big time. So that's the only reason why I don't really like rain. Other than that, I can handle like the cloudiness a little bit. I can handle all the other stuff, but. Yeah. So are you going with rain most days or somewhere where it never rains? I'm I'm gonna go where it never rains. Okay. And good I mean, luck good luck surviving without crops. Yeah. Well <laughs> other places would rain. It's fine. It's true. It's not a world without rain. Yeah, All right. <laughs> this one. All right. So the next one's kind of a weird one. Okay. But I have to ask it because uh well when I ask you the question, I know your love for this certain item. So I'm interested to see what your answer is going to be. Okay. Would you rather um, eat mayo with a spoon or drink ketchup through a straw? Now, I know you're a man who loves his ketchup. All right. I will say this. If you're talking about just pure, like having to just drink ketchup out of a bottle till it's gone. No, it doesn't say out of a bottle. It says a straw. Yeah, but you have to drink it out the straw, right? Yeah. Like you have to suck it up, and not, you're not eating anything. You're just drinking ketchup, <laughs> or you're taking a spoonful of spoonful mayo. Spoonful of mayo makes the medicine go down. <laughs> yeah, I think I would take the spoonful of mayo. As much as I love ketchup, I just ketchup is one of those things. It's good on things. It's not good by itself. Like I don't, I don't want to just take a bunch of ketchup to the face. Okay. So that I think I'd have to go to with the mayo. face. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What What would you do? Probably the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Probably the same thing. I just thought I thought it was kind of weird, so I was like, "That's kind of funny." <laughs> that's that. <laughs> that's All pretty right. good one. We're gonna save the. It's not necessarily a spicy question, but we're gonna save it for last. Okay. So this one: um, Would you rather live by the motto of Akuna Matata or YOLO? Uh, I think YOLO. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, Hakuna Matata is... Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. No worries. That's no why worries. I tell people all the time. Hey, no worries. It's all good. Hakuna yeah. Matata. But in the same sense, YOLO, it, it makes you have some sort of urgency to do things. Fair enough. Here's what I'll say, though. It's a generational thing, I think. Mm. When we grew up as kids, obviously Lion King was a big time movie. So when we grew up, Hakuna Matata was the thing. That was our thing. And then as yeah. we got a little bit older... Kids, you know, started saying YOLO. That's their thing. So I feel like, I mean, you could go with YOLO, obviously, that's fine. I feel like just because of a generational thing, I got to go with Kuna Matata. I feel weird saying YOLO. Like I, like someone would look at me and be like, why would you say YOLO? And you're just like, I don't know. But if you're like a Kuna Matata, they're like, huh? And then you have to like 
Well, when I was your age, there was a movie called The Lion King. <laughs> well, I will say that if you look at Akuna Matata, I I can appreciate it because of like you said the generational thing. But in terms of like ideology, I go with YOLO because it's you only live once. You know, you got to take every moment in in stride and live your life to the best of your ability. Then when stupid kids started using and being like yolo and doing stupid stuff then it became well it was well it wasn't just that it was yolo for everything yeah hey you just got a new car today yolo like <laughs> no don't, don't but the sentiment no. is good in it the sentiment is the good. sentiment yes the sentiment is there and obviously the meaning from behind it is there but i just i can but i can understand why you would go with akuna matata so Plus, i can i can, can appreciate you know, you that can, you can make a kuna you know Think about which one sounds funnier. Would it be YOLO bitches or Hakuna Matata bitches? That, that's <laughs> that's uh, funny. Fair enough. That's uh, that's from um, I think it's from Ricky Bobby. Oh, okay. I think there's a scene where um, he was against um, Sasha Baron Cohen and he was driving Hakuna Matata bitches. That's <laughs> that's funny. That's good stuff. That's pretty good. All right, so this one, this one's gonna be interesting. This one, uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Would you rather, this is the last one, by the way. Okay. Would you rather make out with your biggest crush for 10 seconds or your sibling's best friend for 10 minutes? Now, on the flip side of that, uh, on the flip side of that, I'm going to make it for me, my biggest crush for 10 seconds or basically your sister for 10 minutes because <laughs> that would be your best friend's sibling because I don't have any siblings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... I will tread lightly on this question, by the way. <laughs> I have no comment. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know if I can answer this question. I think we both know what my answer would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I. you know what? My biggest crush is the woman that I put a ring on, so I'm going to go with the 10-second crush because it just works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the talk of the Alexa Bliss that we've had before, you're not going to make out Alexa Bliss for 10 seconds. I call shenanigans on that. Hey, she's hey. married now. So? Doesn't say that she has to be married. It says that she has your, it's your biggest crush. My biggest crush. Here, here's a question outside the box that I wonder would be answered if this was asked to Rhett and Link. Because I know Rhett's got a big thing for Rihanna. Would he kiss Rihanna for 10 seconds or would he rather? Hmm. Um, well, I don't know if he has any siblings, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to what, what Rhett would want. I don't know. I know he's a big Rihanna. I would love to have an episode of Good Mythical Morning if see if Rihanna would be on that show. That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if it was like a surprise to Rhett. Like, you know, like they brought Rhett in. Rhett's like, what's going on here? And then you open it. Whoa, Rihanna's right there. What is happening? <laughs> Y'all pranking me right now? This is the prank show right now? <laughs> that would be an interesting episode for sure. I mean, they do bring a lot of famous people on. All the time. All the time. All the time. So so those are all the uh, the questions that I have. Okay. Uh, I'm. You already know my answer. I'm not going to say it. You know yeah. my answer. Uh, yeah, I, I believe me. I know all your answers. <laughs> I know you well enough, my boy. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so that was fun. We should do yeah. more of those in the future. Yeah. If anybody you know wants to comment on our Facebook page, the Wiki K's page, to ask us some other would you rather questions, please keep it in good taste. Yeah. I don't want there to be something like you know about like anything negative like. Yeah, keep Please, it fun. Keep it fun. Keep it light. Keep it classy. Keep it classy, San Diego. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? Uh, we can get a little dirty at times. We can get a little dirty. Don't get us wrong. But 
We, we want to try to keep the show fun and uplifting. The, the dirty boys with some wholesome entertainment. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, if you want to comment on our Facebook page, go ahead and do that. We would uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Do some interaction. Like our page. Subscribe to our podcast. Twitter page will be up sometime later this week. Yeah. We're constantly moving forward because we love doing this and we love doing it for you. We are. So Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Moving so, right along. Speaking about things moving forward, mm. so we can transition if you want. Because we are going to try to make this an hour long today, correct? Yeah. I mean, we only got 25 more minutes, so. Well, are we going to be able to cry about the Bruins for 25 minutes? I know I can. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, so I... let's let's dive into it just a bit. So okay. this is being recorded on Sunday. So the Bruins were knocked out of the playoffs officially yesterday yeah. by the Carolina Hurricanes in a 3-2 defeat in Carolina. So the home team won every game. I can sit here for the next 20 or so minutes and cry and whine and complain about the officiating. And I'm sure people will say, oh, it's just a normal Boston sports fan for you. But I'm not going to do that. I can say that the better team won, or at least it feels like the better team won. Maybe it was just Boston having a bit of identity crisis when they went down to Carolina. They looked flat. I'll say this. Because of the way my job works, I don't necessarily get to see all the games. So there were some games that I missed. I tried to watch as much highlights as I could to kind of get a feel for how the game went. I'll say this. They didn't look like the same team in Carolina that they did in Boston. They always seemed to come out flat. They were always constantly down by multiple goals. And it doesn't matter who you're playing in the NHL. If you're going to go down by multiple goals, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. They had plenty of... And the series, I will say, will probably go down as... Boston had ample opportunities to put pucks in the net in Carolina. They just didn't get the right bounce or didn't get the roll or didn't get anything they needed. Carolina seemed to be able to get the bounces and able and were able to capitalize on them. Yeah. And when also you look at it and every time the home team came out on top. And that is the that's the tough part when you have home ice advantage. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was an even series, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like the Bruins could have done better in some regard, but they, they, I mean, it played pretty well. You know, it's funny. I just thought of this. So, every game except for, I think, game three, the winning team scored five goals. And then the last game, the total was five goals. That is true. There was always a, a, a weird connection. So, that being said, now you have to ask yourself as a Bruins fan, where do they go from here? Well, a lot of people I've seen on Twitter, listen, Twitter's fun to be on as far as getting your quick information and whatever, but it can also be more toxic than Facebook, and it's not even, I'm not even lying, it's ridiculous. There are people that'll go on there and go to the most extreme, oh, well, the Bruins didn't win this year, and it sounds like Bergeron's going to retire, they should just blow it up and trade Marshan and trade this guy and trade that guy and just... Like, no, stop. If you're a true Bruins fan, you know that th- that's not the case. You, you have to just look. You just got to look at the at the picture here. Now, obviously, someone like me, I used to get upset about the Bruins losing. I'm upset that they lost. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to see my team win. Nobody likes seeing their team lose. But I also understand, you know, that you can't win it every year, obviously. Yeah. And there was a lot of top teams this year. Oh, yeah. They, a lot of people played every, like Stanley every, Cup champions. Every team in the Eastern Conference that made the playoffs had over 100 points. That's never happened before in the in the league. Yeah. It's unfortunate with the playoff format. Maybe that's one thing that you could ask for is for the league to change that, which I've we can talk about that in another episode, but that is definitely something 
that I've asked for is for the league to change its format up. What would you want to see it as? All right, so if we're going to talk about it, we'll talk about it quickly. Yeah. Basically, have... um, So the old format was one through eight. So, because there were six divisions with five teams and they had just 30 teams before Vegas and Seattle were a thing. The top three seeds were based off of points for the division winners. So you had the Northeast Division, you had the Atlantic Division, you had the Southeast Division, you had the Pacific Division, you had the uh, Central Division, and you had the Northwest Division. So depending on where you were. So there might have been a bad team in the Southeast who made the playoffs with like 89 points because that was a bad year for all the teams. And then it seemed with like 93 or 94 points didn't get in because they were in a better division, but because they couldn't get in. So it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. for them. But so what you do now, so it would be one through three and then four through eight were decided based off of points. Okay. So what you could do now is you've got 32 teams. You've got the eight teams per four divisions. Have the top two teams, have the top team in each of the division be one and two. Now, so let's say like this year, Florida was number one in their division. Carolina was number one in their division. So Florida has more points. Florida goes to number one. Carolina goes to number two. Three through eight are now seeded based off of points. Because otherwise, you'll have circumstances where like, look at look what Tampa Bay has to deal with this year. Now, I get they're the two-time defending champions. They just played a 100-plus point Toronto team. Now they're playing the best team in the league with 124 points or whatever it is, the the Panthers, in the second round. Mm. That, no. And I understand the NHL goes, well, we want to establish rivalries and we want to establish this and that. That's fine. I have no problem with that. So then make more games during the regular season against the teams in your division. Yeah, and I think they're going to establish rivalries no matter which way they look at it. The teams are just playing hard. If if the teams are good enough, they'll establish their own rivalries organically. Don't force something on us. Yeah. Don't, no. So, like I said, do one and two. So each division winner, the top win, the top in each division gets to be one or two, depending on where you are in the standings. Mm-hmm. And then three through eight. So the next teams after that. So two through eight and two through eight in each of the other two divi- in the team divisions would get. That's, that's what a lot of people have done. They like the one through eight format. Then what you do is when you get to the next round, you reseed it. So if the best two teams in the league play each other, it's in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference finals. They're not playing each other in round two. That makes sense. That's, you know, Florida is the number one seed for a reason. They played well all year. Now they have to play a Tampa Bay team. They shouldn't have to play Tampa Bay till like round three. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I can, I can respect that. That I mean, I. I, I do like it the way it is now, though. I mean, I but I get what what you're saying. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, if I look at it right now, right? So, Tampa Bay had 110 points. Toronto had 115. Now Tampa Bay is playing the team that has 122 points. And Carolina is going to play a team that either has 110 or 103. If you yeah. did it the way that other people would have wanted, these are what the playoff matchups would have been, okay? Florida would have played Washington. Carolina still would have played Boston. Toronto wouldn't have played Tampa. Toronto would have played Pittsburgh, and then Tampa Bay would have played the Rangers. Okay. Then you reseed it, so the one seed will always play the lowest seed going into the next round. So let's say if Florida wins, let's say if let's say if uh, for instance Florida won and Boston had knocked off Carolina. Now Florida's going to play the seventh seed. So they play the eighth seed. Now they play the seventh seed. So now Florida plays Boston, and then it just keeps going from there until you get to the finals. 
Okay. That, so it gives like the the team that's at the top a chance to knock down somebody who's lower. That's how it to, should build, be. That build you, up. you earn the right through 82 games to be able to play those teams. That's how it goes. That's 100%. It's the same thing in the NFL. You're the number one seed, you get a bye week. And there used to be two bye weeks. Now there's just one. So you bust your butt for 17 weeks or 18 weeks in the NFL season. You get that one seed, you get that first week off. The other six teams or whatever have to play. You have an advantage because if there's a star player that needs to heal you. And then guess what? As the one seed, you play the lowest seed. And if you beat that lowest seed, now you play either the second or third best or whoever it is team in the league. Yeah. You don't have to go from, you know, playing, you don't go to the next round and you play the easiest team, the hardest team. True. That's not how it should be. No, that makes sense. No, I, I get what you're saying. So, I, I think that's a good idea. I, but will they ever change it? They might. You never know. Yeah. I mean, they you, make you never big changes. I mean, they've made changes to it before. Nothing's perfect. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, talk to with the Department of Player Safety because <laughs> Some of the suspensions are not consistent. We're not going to get into it or the fines. Yeah, it's something that is. Excuse me, it's something that needs to be fixed. Mm. So, I mean, like I said, it's a bummer that the Bruins are out. Where do the Bruins go from here? Um, if Bergeron comes back, then all systems go. Run it back. Get a couple pieces here and there. Maybe you trade a couple pieces. You look to the future for Boston. I mean, it's not the deepest prospect pool. It's not the most glorious one. But you've got a kid in uh, Vancouver who's playing for in the WHL for the Vancouver Giants. Fabian Lysel looks like he's going to be a pure goal scorer, kind of like a Pasternak type. Mm. So you've got that waiting in the wings. Hopefully, maybe Studnika builds himself up. John Beecher, who was at the University of Michigan that was playing in Providence this year, he comes up. You've got a lot of good younger center and defensive prospects and a couple – uh, winger prospects that'll be good obviously you've got sway and net you've got Allmark signed long term carlos signed long term lynn home mcavoy's all long term i think grizzlick's got one more year marshan's still there pasta's got one year left howl is there uh coil's still there no word on jake debrusque and see what jake debrusque future is going to be obviously like i said bergeron's a huge question mark i and also yeah. don't think bergeron's going anywhere it's either he retires at bruin or he comes back. I don't think he goes to another team because I've seen things out there saying that, oh, Patrice Bergeron's going to go to the Montreal Canadiens. First off, the city that Patrice Bergeron grew up in, and I don't know it off the top of my head, but it doesn't make me any less of a fan, um, he cheered for the Quebec Nordiques. Mm. So he didn't have an ounce of Montreal Canadian blood inside of him. He went literally from the Quebec Nordiques, who was the hated arch rival, obviously because they're in the same area. They're in Montreal, Quebec, Quebec, or whatever. And... The Boston Bruins. Those are the two teams outside of maybe the Toronto Maple Leafs that have the most hatred for the Leafs. Mm. So he literally went from being a fan of the Quebec Nordiques to playing for the Boston Bruins. So I really don't see, and it's not like that team is on the up, the up and coming. Yeah, they they made. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I don't think that, especially with long term players like Bergeron, I don't think that he's gonna want to go anywhere. Now, granted, Chara did do it. I get it, but you know, well, Chara did it because. I don't know, maybe he just... But also, if you think about the teams that Char went to, he went to cup-contending teams. He went to the Islanders, who didn't have a great year this year. He also went to the Capitals, who made the playoffs, but lost to the Bruins. Yeah. I believe. Yes. I think the problem is, is he's still trying to play the game. I don't know if he's 100%, and maybe he's just not contributing. That's why he's not staying. Well, and obviously, there's not going to be any you know backlash right now. Like It's going to take... 
you know, it's going to take some time. Like Bergeron's not going to make a rash decision and be like, yeah, I'm going to go. And that's the other thing with reporters too. Leave the man alone. Don't keep asking him any interview, every interview. Like they literally just lost a heartbreaking game seven, three to two. They had chances to score. They probably could have and should have won the game, but they didn't. And now they're like, so what's your uh, future in Boston going to be, Patrice? Guys, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice about this as possible, but you, you got to give me some time. I got to sit down. I got to see my family. I got to think about it over the summer and then reevaluate and go from there. Yeah. I ultimately do think Patrice Bergeron will be back next year. I do too. I think they'll sign him. Best case scenario, they sign him to like a two-year, $10 million contract, so it gets five mil the next two years. Or maybe they sign him for a one-year, I don't know, four or five mil hometown discount kind of thing to yeah. try to bring in other pieces. Because if you go to other team like Montreal, they're not built for the playoffs right now. No, they're not. They're rebuilding. And just and even if you added Bergeron as a piece in there, that's not going to really help anything. The man can still go. The man can play. He's probably the best face-off taker. He's obviously, I don't say obviously, he is one of, if not the best face-off takers in the league. Yeah. Consummate pro. Great on the penalty kill. Great defensive forward. Always is being nominated for the Selkie. He's won it, I think, four times. He's looking for five, wow. which would set a record. Um, Never a bad word to say about him. I know we've talked about it before on the show. Yeah. So, and I will say he's he is a big he's a big name, but he's not like a big, big name, if that makes sense. No, I mean like sense. if like if you said like, you know, if you ask somebody randomly, name me five or six like random like NHL players. I don't know if you like Patrice Bergeron be in the list. Like you could throw out, you know, oh Crosby, Malkin, McDavid, McKinnon, you know, and like Ovechkin. Stamkos or Ovechkin, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if Patrice Bergeron would be on that list. He would get there eventually. But yeah. I don't think he would be like, you know, even if and even if you went with like, oh, name me like the first Bruins player that comes to mind. Brad Marchand. Like that wouldn't. Yeah, I, I would have said pasta. See, pasta. He's like, Bergeron was not the first name, but he's always a consistent pro. Yeah. The, I, he's very underrated. Yes. he's Oh, he's very underrated for sure. So, I mean, I'd love to see him come back. I'd love to see him try to make more and more run. It's unfortunate that they didn't get the win in 2013 against Chicago, and they certainly didn't get the win. I feel like that would have been the best. The 2019 victory to win Game 7 against St. Louis in Boston. You get to raise the cup in front of your fans. He's got two championships. So not anything that happens after that isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think that the they, is, there's an issue with the Bruins, and it's that ever since 2011, they just haven't found the right mojo and pieces to it, it takes it takes a lot it takes a lot and trust me if you go back to that whole year there were plenty of times where it looked down and out mm, yeah they had to go 7 games in 3 of the 4 rounds they played in it's not it's not easy it's one of the hardest trophies to win in sports it's a it's a 2 month struggle to mm. get to that point and it doesn't get any easier obviously like i said if if boston would have won great you just beat the top seed in the Metropolitan Division, the Carolina Hurricanes. Now you get to play an experienced Penguins team or an up-and-coming Ranger team. It either doesn't get any easier. Yeah, and then, one would be tough. And then let's say, theoretically, you get through that. You would have had to go through either Florida, Tampa Bay, or Toronto. And then you still have to go to the Stanley Cup Finals where you might have to play freaking Colorado or or uh, Calgary or whoever. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions to you is that if Boston had made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, who would you like to have seen them face from the West? From the West, if they get to the Stanley Cup final? Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, I guess it depends on who's left because there's still two game sevens tonight. Pittsburgh's game sevens tonight, and then against the Rangers, and then Edmonton, uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and Dallas is on tonight. Mm. So I feel like I want to see a second round battle of Alberta, Calgary, and Edmonton. You want to talk about good hockey? That'll be some damn good hockey. Mm. Two passionate fan bases, two cities that do not care for each other. I don't know if they don't care for each other, but the two teams don't like each other. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and then the other matchup being St. Louis and Colorado. Colorado sucks to be a force to be reckoned with. Maybe Nashville ran into the wrong team at the wrong time. I feel bad for Nashville because they controlled their own destiny and they had a 4 nothing lead in the last game of the year against the Coyotes, and then they blew it they lost 5-4. If they would have at least gotten a point out of that game, I think, or won, they would have got to play uh, Calgary in the first round against instead of Colorado. Yeah, but Calgary's been kind of tough, too. Calgary's not going to a... Calgary went to a Game 7. Colorado didn't lose a game. That's true, yeah. So, Colorado looks like they're firing on all cylinders. Um, who would I want to see them play? Well... Colorado seems to have Boston's number recently, so I don't know if I'd be a fan of that. It'd be good hockey. Mm. I don't want to see St. Louis again because that'll give me 2019 flashbacks. <laughs> uh, plus, it's something we've seen before. I want to see something different. Yeah. Edmonton would be interesting because we Bruins and Edmonton have hooked up a couple times in the eighties, late 80s and the early 90s. So, you know, McDavid on the scene against Boston, an original six franchise, wouldn't be too bad. And same thing with Calgary. Calgary wouldn't be bad, wouldn't be bad either. Calgary yeah. and Edmonton right now are the only two... Uh, Potential teams, I think, that are left that could win the Stanley Cup and break the Canadian curse. Because mm. nobody else is right. Toronto's out. Ottawa hadn't make it. Montreal's not there. Um, Winnipeg's not there. And Vancouver's not there. So, yeah. Yeah. So, either one. Okay. I would said if, like I told you before, my path would have been you get through Carolina. Then I wanted to play Pittsburgh. I don't care about Rangers and Penguins, but I would rather, I want to play Pittsburgh just because... I feel like there's more name recognition with a Boston. That's the other thing, too. Name recognition. If if uh, Bergeron decides to retire, that's a big name gone for the Winter Classic next year when they play the Penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to think. That's the other thing, too, that might give you a decision. Like, it's always fun to play outdoor games. You're telling me you don't want to make And maybe you make the announcement at the beginning of the year. Maybe you decide, hey, maybe this will be my last run in the sun. Now the team has, a like, a mentality, like a focus. Like, there was never a time where they, I guess, had said, you know, the team had known like this was going to be Bergeron's last year. Maybe you push harder because it's Bergeron's last year and you try to win one for, for him. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't look like they're not pushing. Like, even if like. You, no, you but I mean? mean, it's there's there's added there'd be added fuel or added motivation, you know, like, hey, like seriously, like Bergeron's been here for for years. He's been here since the early 2000s. He's been playing forever. Same team. Very rare that one player plays for the same team for his entire career. Does not happen very often. Yeah. I mean, most players move around. I would say players like Crosby, players like Ovechkin, it'll probably happen with. I would be surprised if they jumped around to other teams late in their career. I couldn't. I mean, maybe potentially I could see, like, I don't know, Crosby going to Montreal or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like a marketing thing to get money or something or get fans in the seats. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it just depends on how well he's playing. Because if he's playing well, they're not get rid of, getting rid of him for sure. No, but if he's like kind of towards the tail end of his career and not playing very well, yeah. you know, but he maybe has like a year or two left, they might do that. You know, correct. Like look at someone like Corey Perry. Corey Perry played for the Ducks for his entire career, and then I think leapfrog to, I think he played for 
Tampa and I want to say uh, I don't remember the other team. Maybe it was just Tampa. Mm. I feel like Dallas is in there too. I thought he played with Dallas for a year, but he may not have. I think he may have just been Tampa. Yeah. But so before we go, okay, on this extra long episode this week, which will be nice to hear back instead of only hearing a forty-minute show. <laughs> um, who do you have? Who you who you picking for tonight? Who do you have going between Pittsburgh and the Rangers? Who's moving on to round two to play the? Oh, I just drew a blank. Who's in that other series? Oh, Carolina. Duh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want to see Pittsburgh move on, you know, but I mean, the Rangers have been playing pretty well, pretty decent. So, but I, I think I'm going to have have Penguins moving on. I think I'm going to pick the Penguins only based on the fact. See, it's weird, though. I want to pick Pittsburgh because of the the experience factor. And I don't think Crosby's playing so that that right there will say we got to win it for Sid. Yeah, got to move on for Sid. Again, the Rangers are playing well at home. Shashurka could stand on his head, and it could be an unbelievable... It's going to be an unbelievable game. Yeah. I, the one thing I am hoping, I hope both games go to overtime. Oh, yeah. Nothing's yeah. better than Game 7 overtime in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, yeah. Where literally the next goal, be it a, a good shot or an unfortunate bounce, it doesn't matter. If it goes in, that's it. It could be the most unlikely person. It could be the third pairing defenseman who is coming in for somebody that got hurt, so technically he's the seventh defenseman. Or it could be a fourth-line forward who played 10 minutes in the entire game. Yeah. And just gets a shot off, and it ricochets, and it goes in. And especially with how hard they play, people are making diving saves. and Oh, yeah, of you course. Know, like, it's just exciting. Of course. And then in the other series, uh, Calgary at home against Dallas, I've always been partially a Stars fan. I wouldn't mind. I don't mind either way which team makes it, but I do want to see Calgary win because I want to see the Battle of Alberta. Yeah. Um. I. I also think that Calgary. Calgary. I always have a hard time saying their name. Calgary. Calgary. I always. That's how I do that. Calgary. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> the Flames. La Flames. The Flames. La Flames de Calgary. We're just gonna call them the Flames. Okay. Okay, the Flam's gonna win. Okay, you can call. You know what you can do? Call it Cowtown. Cowtown. That's what they call Calgary. Calgary is Cowtown. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I just can't. That is one of the words that I cannot say. Like aluminum. Yeah, I can say flames. Calgary is a difficult thing to say. <laughs> hey, heads up. Oh boy, we got a visitor. We got a kitty cat visitor. Which are you telling me that it's show over now, Katniss? I think that's you're telling me. So. So thanks again, everyone, for listening to the Wicked Case podcast. I hope you enjoy the adventure. Like us on Facebook. Comment down in the comments if you like. Please keep it clean. We'll try to have a Twitter page out sometime this week. I am working on it. It shouldn't take too much longer. We'd have to just make some emails and modifications, and we'll be good to go. And I'll try to post content to get this thing boosted. Um, give us any thoughts or ideas that you have. And until next time, for the Wicked Case podcast, I am the Rev Kev. And I am Cool Kyle. Everybody have themselves a great week. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.